Welcome to Multiclass Theater. And Robin? Look, I'm starting to run dry on this bit. Multiclass Theater uses a d20 role-playing system to determine the outcomes of events, and you can't copyright dice rolling. All our decisions, narration, and dialogue are improvised on the spot, except for the stuff that Diana prepares, so you can expect adult language, gratuitous pop culture references, and fantasy violence. But if those don't bother you, please settle in and enjoy the show. Last time. I was sick with COVID, so let's see what I missed. Our heroes began their journey to find the headquarters of the Order of Chaos, discussing the cultural implications of duck chasing along the way. The journey was largely uneventful, until one night the watch party of Buck, Mist, Roton, and Winley noticed a large obsidian cube rising out of the sands. Taking the obvious schmuck bait, they investigated only to be assailed by a demon with a particular interest in Mist. Fortunately, it takes more than a random encounter to put down our heroes, and the demon was swiftly sent back to whatever pit it crawled from. But it left behind... a book. A ledger of names, all crossed off except for the last six, and a note about the Shard of Tear. Although it seems the would-be assassin got itself got, someone knows what Mist is carrying, and they are hiring help to get it back. Our heroes must keep their wits, such as they are, about them on Multiclass Theater. For most of you, the night passes without incident. It's the usual comfortable sleep you've come to enjoy inside this hut secreted away from the world. However, for Winley, you spend the night tossing and turning, your mind mulling over what just transpired, searching for answers but none come. Eventually, you do fall asleep, and you wake up somewhat refreshed. When you wake, Gruber is up, having made some breakfast. The rest of your companions are starting to rise as well. It's another day, another trek, and more desert spread out before you. Ah, what a lovely, uneventful sleep. Yes, I agree. Very restful. I enjoy these nights where nothing fun happens. Me too. It's a nice change for once. It's very, very lovely. Right. Remember, we're looking for giant obsidian cubes. I'm sorry, what? Giant? You know that word? Which word was confusing? Giant, obsidian, or cube? The, the combination of the three does not ring a bell. Weren't we looking for a, a volcano? Right. Castle in a lake and a volcano. Yes. I mean, yes, but near as I can figure, the cube is some kind of like, hmm, dropship is not a word that would exist in this world, is it? Transport? Ship, but from the lower inclined planes? Wait, now we're going into the hells? What? Well, no, more like one of them is coming up here. The hells? Okay, th- how long did I sleep? I think I understand the source of confusion and can clear things up very quickly. Last night, uh, when when you two went to bed, uh, you three, sorry, Gruber. Oh, it's okay, sir. The, the, the rest of us noticed that there was this strange cube 
are a little way from the campsite, and so we just wandered over to uh, see what it was all about. And uh, it turns out that there is a bounty hunter from hell who is trying to eliminate all of us. This all happened last night? It certainly did. All right. I'm... (laughs) I'm having trouble piecing together what... So, uh, there's a cube. Yes. And then... The cube? Did the cube? Um, did it? Did it tell you about the the bounty hunter from from hell? Did I... No, no. The bounty hunter told us it about himself because he was there and oh. tried to kill us. Oh! Literally. And you killed him, right? Well, I definitely banished him. Well, no, we all did, but I did sort of freak him. I sort of freaked everyone out. You know the trouble I've been having with my eye. Oh, yes. That happened, too. I forgot about that. <laughs> I certainly didn't. I'm still feeling it. Well, you see, I took I took my patch off to sort of see if I could see anything in this cube, and um, hmm. it sort of got angry again. The cube or the bounty hunter? My eye! Oh, your eye. I'm sorry. Angry. The eye got hungry? Angry. It got angry. 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 So sorry. <laughs> I'm going to step away for a few minutes and meditate. It's really helping my homicidal impulses. Okay, you'll, you do that. I'll do my usual morning rituals. And then we can go investigate the cube. Is it still there? Well, you could possibly find out some more information than we could. I don't remember wanting to go back. Am I wrong? Is, well, that's a good question. When we woke up in the morning, was, and you know, because the cube was visible from our campsite. Rotan steps out of the tent. Is the cube still there? The cube is still there. Uh, actually, it's it's right. It's over there. I'll step out of the tent. What does it look like? You step out of the tent and you look uh, across the barren landscape and you see a few hundred feet away is an obsidian cube. Six feet by six feet by six feet. And it's geometrically perfect. And it does not belong at all on this inhospitable landscape. Hmm. Right. Is there a dead bounty hunter near it? No, it kind of went poof. Left uh, basically just uh, the book. So so you all um, went to investigate this cube. Bounty hunter appeared. Did you discover anything about the cube? Did you... There's a big old sigil inside oh. um, that Ooh. seems to be some kind of translocation magic, uh, summoning summoning circle sort of thing. Neat. Oh. Yeah. Uh, you should probably take a look, Debbie. Debbie's already out the door. She paused okay. whatever <laughs> ritual she was in the middle of and was like, oh, I'll do this later. <laughs> and then went out to check out the cool new sigil. Debbie? Oh, she's already gone. Yes, she walks outside. Is there a sigil? And you arrive at the cube, and that you see that it is on the far side of the cube. One of the sides of the cube is open. And on the interior of the cube, there is a circle. An arcane circle. With writing around the perimeter of the circle. And you still have your I-can-read-all-languages feet, right? I think I said it out loud, so that made it canon. So I guess that I just don't have <laughs> So, yes. This is a good time to have it. I can read on language, (laughs) yes. Okay, so you notice that the language is infernal. Oh, I can read that even without the feet, actually. Okay, well, there there you go. You still know. You you realize that the language is infernal, 
you can make an arcana check if you'd like. I would like. Uh, 11 plus 12 is 23. As you stare at the circle, you realize that it is, in fact, a summoning circle. The one thing that stands out to you that's unusual is the word Afrixos. What makes that word unusual? It doesn't seem to be part of the spell in the sense that it's not part of an like the usual arcane ritual one would use to cast the spell. And you could try to make a history check or a religion check to see if this name or this word, you recognize it. History it is. Uh, 26. You seem to recall in all of your studies that Afrixos is the name of a place. It is otherwise known as the Stranded City. And you know it to be... Well, you thought it to be a legendary place, a fictional place, of a city that it's, it's, is its own demiplane, that sits between all other planes and is sort of like a nexus or a conduit between upper planes and lower planes. And rumor has it that it is, in fact, run by the Fae. So would it, would it be logical to assume that a summoning sigil with that name in it is basically a summoning from and to, or to that location? I think that that is a fair assumption. Yeah, Debbie's out there kind of running her fingers over the runes and, and reading it and is enraptured by this cool new thing that appeared overnight. Uh, is anybody else out there with her? Are you all back in the hut still? I'm out there. Oh, Winley is definitely in the hut. <laughs> Mist will trudge along because getting you to uh, explain that word is definitely something that was on his to-do list. All right, so she's she's fingering the letters while you're all watching. A Frixos. It's a summoning sigil from Afrixos. Okay, what is that? It's a, like, I don't know how to explain. It's just like a city that's inside, like, a demi-plane um, that's sort of at the center of, of other planes, kind of run by the Fae. Did the guy that you, that you killed or banished or whatever look kind of, you know, a little bit Fae? By which I mean an a, a inhabitant of the Fae realm, not, you know, the other thing. Um, Honestly, if I had to... If I had to call it, I would be more inclined to say, like, devilish? De- There's a lot of, like, horns and pointy teeth. Devil or demon? It's important. Okay. <laughs> um, hmm, separating player and character knowledge here. What's the difference? Is Rotan there? Yes. Rotan, you definitely know it was a fiend. Oh, excuse me. Rotan raises his hand. Yes, Rotan. The man in front with his hand up. It, it was a f- it, it was a fiend. Fiend! That, that explains the abyssal writing. Okay. I understand. Yeah. Cool. You guys had all kinds, of fun, all kinds of fun encounters while I was sleeping last night. Did he say anything about, like, why he was here? Besides, besides to kill us. That was, that's, I can assume that one. But why? No, uh, mostly he laughed. Um, but he did leave a book behind. <gasps> a book? Uh, missed. Do you still have the book? Yeah, it's nothing real exciting. It's just basically a list of people that he's killed. Fun fact, we're on it, but not crossed off, which is kind of nice, because it means we're not dead. But uh, Mist hands the book over to Debbie. Yeah, Debbie's all grabby hands for the book. Give me, give me, give me. Okay, Debbie, you look at the book, and the book is hundreds of pages. On each page is just a name, which has been crossed off. Dozens and dozens of names per page. Hundreds of pages, thousands and thousands of names. All crossed off. All crossed off. And so there'll be a name and then maybe some notes underneath it. And you get to the very end and you see the name written there is Mist on the River. And there is a dash and next to it 
it says retrieve shard and beneath his name are all of your names okay so he wanted the shard interesting I wonder if he was hired or had his own motivations that's what I'm wondering did someone contract this fiend to come after um, come after us uh, or, um... if it's the latter honestly either option is not great because whether this thing was hired or whether this thing somehow knew about us on its own mist points at Debbie you and points at Buck who is you know silently observing all of this and you are both <laughs> here which means this is a fairly recent uh, bit of intelligence. Hmm. Well, they apparently also know exactly where we are right now because they well, brought that a cube too, here. Yeah, but I mean, like, no, 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 it, it's it's puzzling. It's it's interesting. Like, well, what? Who would have this capability to come out to come after us? Unless, I mean, the one person we know who would want this. Last I saw him, we was he was on a boat. We can try and find out where he's at now and see if there's any clue there. That's true. If we can scry on him, then not not nothing says he can't scry on us and then know where we are and perhaps send a demon after a fiend after us you know did this demon feel like he was compelled magically in some way by any chance i mean he came right after me specifically both its crossbow and its dagger suck i can tell you that from personal experience oh so they sent a bad demon after us you know as opposed to all those good ones well yeah I, never mind. Um, yes, bad demon. Mist, mist <laughs> stares at Rotan. Just stares at Rotan. Debbie, what did you mean by that? Well, you know, demons are bad, right? We all agree demons are bad, but yeah, they have their own motivations, usually. it's They don't just randomly murder. Yes, bad motivations. Yes, evil, evil motivations. Yes. Yes. I'm glad we agree. Moving on. <laughs> Oh, yes. Ah. Uh, Rotan looks around. Um, is Win- Winley there? Or is Winley still in the hut? No, Winley is in the hut and screaming and meditating. Okay. <laughs> screaming Wait, and what? meditating? Haven't, guys, don't you remember long ago I, I sent you that video of the Grinch in oh, meditation? Yeah. 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 That is what she's doing. <laughs> We're just used to it now. Is the hut soundproof? <laughs> it is from the it outside, is. it is. It is. You can't yeah. hear anything from so the outside. We assume she's peacefully meditating in there. <laughs> Good old Winley. <laughs> now, now that Winley isn't here, I can talk about her eye. Oh, <laughs> it, it kind of exploded last night. Oh, that sounds harmful. Yes, well, well uh, we, we thought that the, there was a point where we thought the bounty hunter was invisible. And so uh, Whitley took off the eye patch and then it kind of exploded. Like, like exploded in a way that, like of, of magic or, or like, or like literally like shattered in, into pieces? Ah, uh, uh, missed. <laughs> Did you have to reassemble her skull is the real question here. Yeah, it was, it was more of a magic thing. Mm. Hmm. Okay. Was it something that she um, was in control of, or decidedly not control? Mm. Uh, from where I was standing and watching. Mm. Maybe we should go check on her. She might need healing. Uh, Debbie's gonna go uh, try to walk back in the hut. Okay. You walk back over to the hut, and as you get close, you notice that Gruber is standing outside with Concord, and he's. <laughs> 
kind of glancing nervously back at the hut itself. Um, I don't think you should go in there right now. Why is that? Um, I think, I think Wendy's going through some things. Well, then she must need friends, right? I, I don't think so. Nonsense. Everyone needs friends. And Debbie will, like, push open the door. As you push open the door, you are greeted by a shriek. She immediately slams the door shut. <laughs> Nods to Gruber, like, okay, um, okay, yeah, I get it. Now. I've just been brushing Concord. I'm hoping she'll stop. Maybe she needs friends. I mean, she may not need me, but I think, I think maybe that would be good. Does she normally scream when she's upset? Um, yes. Oh, okay. Well, then this is probably fine. <laughs> and she'll go back in. <laughs> yeah, Gruber looks at the door and then just grabs Concord's bridle and kind of pulls him away from the door. And you enter the hut, and Rachel, what does Debbie see? Winley is sitting on the floor, uh, cross-legged, with um, her hands in the... Uh, namaste position breathing in and out and every other breath is is a wail you know is this kind of curdling scream and it's sort of just been on a loop as she is um having a very cathartic experience and trying to sort of expel the uh, events of yesterday debbie will try to get her attention while trying not to hurt her ears winley winley are you okay? Oh, it's you, Devi. Yes, I am. I'm actually much better. Um, I let out some, um, I mean, I, I don't know what you could hear. Screaming. We heard lots and lots of screaming. Oh, is that what you heard? Oh, I suppose it would sound that way to you. What, what does it sound like to you? It sounds like, um, it sounds sort of like bells, actually. In my head. Sort of the ringing of, um... Well, like a church or something. I'm so sorry, that's not how it comes across to you. No, it, it's quite unpleasant from this side. Unpleasant? Well... You're, you're kind of scary. I don't know if you know that. Well, so are you. I think that's a compliment for us both, is it not? That's actually true. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, did it help? Are you feeling better? I, I came here to check if you needed healing. I heard your eye exploded. Oh, did you? And who brought up my eye? <laughs> um... The important thing is that I want to make sure you're okay. I am much better. Really, I am. I just needed a few minutes of this quiet meditation. Okay, and your eye is not near exploding again? Well, it does seem that when I keep the patch on, it is, um, uh, kept at bay, you could say. So I plan on doing that, unless there are some circumstances that, that need it. But to answer your question, yes, I am feeling better, and I wanted to thank you for giving me time to um, ring my bells, <laughs> so to speak. Yes, yes, of course. Um, do you do you want like a, a hug? I don't know if you're a touch person or not. Oh, you know I'm a touch person. Oh, okay. Of course. Here, here hugs. Hugs always help, right? Haha, <laughs> I've heard that's true. Um, uh, Wenli uh, sort of trots forth and hugs your leg really, really tight. Really tightly. Okay. Oh, 
How wonderful the touch of another person. <laughs> I haven't had it in so long since breaking up with Groovy. Oh, yes, that is very nice. Just don't squeeze too hard. That leg sometimes breaks before I cast my rituals. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. It's fine. I can always heal after it. It just hurts a little bit. Why does your leg break? Because people, like, squeeze it. Or if it gets hit or whatever. Before I... I haven't cast my rituals yet this morning. We kind of woke up abruptly, and then there was a sigil I had to check out. So I haven't cast my spells yet. Do you have a bone disorder? No, I have a whole body disorder. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I use magic. It's fine. Well, I don't really feel like talking about that much more. It seems like a private matter. That's right. It's just, I just need to cast my spells in the beginning of the day, and then I'm fine. And then I'm fine. Um, everyone's outside. Do you want to come see the cool sigil? Oh, sure. I'd love to see the cool sigil. Turns out it's a summoning sigil. Oh. See, I knew we needed you to see what was inside. I said that about, oh, I don't know, three times last time. Well, it's good to feel so funny that you didn't wake up. Oh, you're always wanted, Devi. Let's go. I'll follow you out. Okay, let's go. So she'll she'll go outside and, and meet up with everybody else again. Okay, Mist. Um, where do you go to do this scrying? Are you going to just do it there next to the cube? Or are you going to go into the hut? Uh, take me through your process. So I think Mist would return to the hut, the safest place possible to do this. I'm trying to think of what I have picked up that might serve as a decent focus for this. Okay, haha, <laughs> I know how we're going to do this. Mist is using a uh, a silver platter that he stole from Arden Blinks's dining room all those sessions ago. You've been hauling that around this whole time. <laughs> Call back to episode one. <laughs> I was pretty clear that Mist was going to just start sneaking stuff the moment uh, he could. And he will fill it with water from the uh, uh, from the old jug of alchemy and let it just sit uh, until it is perfectly still. Then, like a cat staring at gremlins in the wall, just focuses on that surface. You sit there, cross-legged, before this tray of water, and your focus narrows... Everything around you fades away. All you can see is the smooth surface of the water. At first you see nothing but just the bright sun reflected off the water. And then an image begins to resolve itself. You find yourself looking at an opulent throne room with a throne atop a raised dais. The throne itself is split in two. It's smoldering. The drapes behind it are aflame. Behind it, you hear, or I guess to the periphery of the the image you're seeing, off camera, I guess, you hear screaming. And then you hear a wet thump, like a bag of meat hitting the floor. You hear whimpering and the rasping breath of a dying man. Your perspective shifts ever so slightly. And there, just off to the side of the dais, is a large, rotund man. He must be four, five hundred pounds. He's dressed in opulent silks, which are torn and bloody. A crown has fallen from his brow and lies broken before him. His hair is matted with blood and hangs across his face. In front of him, Standing over him is Endu. He wears an expression of disappointment, as if he was hoping for so much more. What happened, Trevelyan? 
How is your fire? Your spirit? Hey, that's... I don't... I don't know what you want. Don't you? Haven't you heard through your little web of spies? No. No. Your death. But that has already passed. If I may speak candidly, and as your killer I consider such candor permissible, you died long ago, Trevelyan. We all did. What? There were good days, those first nights under the stars. The coronation of Ulas Velen. Even the day Elsko left, do you remember? The cheering crowd, his face shining with the promise of a new tear. He believed so strongly in the righteousness of his quest. We all did. She was there that day, Trevelyan. Him too. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> Forgive me. There are so few of us left who remember. Fewer now. What? Whatever you want is yours. Did the shifting sands, the corridor, all of it. You have already given me everything. Tell me, how is death? Does it feel different? Describe the experience. I'm truly curious. But I'm not... Dead. <laughs> oh, Trevelyan, we've been over this. It feels like... Like relief. Like a glass of water on a hot summer's day. There's the Trevelyan I remember. The poet, the dreamer. If only things were different. I confide in you again. We have this connection, you see, murderer and victim. It is a sacred bond. No one else will share what we do. Understand this brings me no joy. Fate has put me and you in this moment together. You... you don't have to... Oh, don't I? How many thousands have died due to disease, age, errant magic? How long will we pretend that magic is a gift and not a blight? I... It is a it's... curse, Trevelyan. It is death. To let this killer hunt is dereliction. Now, my friend, I cannot stand aside and allow this slaughter to continue. Mad. Mad? No. <laughs> I am the only sane one in this world. Goodbye, Trevelyan. I will miss you. There is a flash of arcane energy, a broken scream, and silence. Mist bats at the surface of the water because he is a cat, and this is what cats do. <laughs> well, that's not good, probably. Mist uh, exits the, the hut and uh, claps his hands together. Okay, new problem. Anyone know someone by the name of Trevelyan? Nope. Can't say nope. that I do. I, doesn't I ring a bell. I don't think so, no. I assume that I don't. Not with a five. Yep, flat ten on my history check, so I don't think... Uh... Silway would, but Silway is not here, so... Damn it. Well, of course she's not. All right, so you've not, none of you have heard that name before. Nope, doesn't ring a bell. It's a very interesting name. Well, uh, <laughs> won't matter too much longer, because uh, he's dead. Um, pretty oh. sure he was an ancient, so the clock ticks a little closer now. He killed an ancient? Uh, that's my guess. Okay, <laughs> I didn't realize that was the level of forces we were dealing with. Cool. Huh. Okay. Right. 
Were, were there any clues in the room as to uh, where where it was happening? Uh, big ol' throne room, kind of on fire. I think that was most. I don't think that was an aesthetic choice. I think that was a endu driven choice. I don't think I got a good look out the window. If there was a window, no, there were no windows. Yeah, it tends to focus mostly on the subject. Trevelyan mentioned something about the desert and the corridor, and that. Endu was welcome to take those things. I do know the corridor. Hmm. I mean, I've heard of it, too. If Trevelyan's there, I should get a bonus on my history check. Ah, okay, I'll give you advantage. Try it again. (laughs) Okay. I have a hunch of who this actually is. Fifteen this time. Okay. Uh, Devi, you... You think you may have heard that name. And that, in passing, though you know you may have heard it once, because you don't think that that name is used often. In fact, you're more used to hearing I guess his title and that is the benefactor the de facto ruler of the corridor and the head of the shifting sands which missed the shifting sands yes yes shifting sands that's that is that is a thing that I heard yes he wasn't referring to the desert then he was referring to a criminal organization that you sort of are a part of or were in the very very beginning as Arnon Blix was the local head of the Shifting Sands. Conscripted into there. <laughs> yes, you were. In, uh, way back in episode one, so. That's where I know the guy. The corridor. Trevelyan is the, 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 the benefactor, I think. Was he the big, like, big, big guy? Oh, quite sizable. That's him. He's dead? Uh, yeah. I mean, recently, it's not like a, it's not like a, <laughs> you know, not like. What, you didn't know that? I mean, like, I literally happened, uh, two minutes ago. But, okay, so he was an ancient? I mean, Endu wasn't like, ha ha ha, I have killed another ancient, but apparently they go way back, and I mean way back. Huh, okay, that's good to know. I, I'm sorry, who is the benefactor? So what, what is the corridor? I'm not familiar. Yes, that as well. <laughs> The corridor is where I sort of ended up after leaving Neverwinter. Is it long? It's 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 not far from here. It's on the south southwest coast of Sisha. Is it a city? Kind of a pirate haven. Yeah. Oh. Like a coastal city, pretty pretty big, like very very important in the region, but it's kind of lawless. Oh right. Lots of villains there, no doubt. Lots of villains. It's basically all villains. Mm. You would hate it, Rotan. Oh. I don't know about that. You you can't kill everyone in the city. So much justice to be done. Well, okay. So, here's the problem, uh, as I see it. One, uh, one more dead ancient means one more seal broken. So, uh, we need to definitely hustle up and wring some answers out of the Order of Chaos, because this is getting bad. Endu made it very clear in his reminiscing with said benefactor that uh, end goal is to remove magic. <gasps> no! Full on. Magic stopsies. Cancels it all. You're done. Yeah. No. No, 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 no. That can't, that cannot happen. Oh, no, it very much can if we do not get the Order of Chaos to give us something useful. Okay, I literally need that stuff to live. Okay, I'm on board. We're stopping this guy. Whatever it takes. <sighs> do we know? Do we know how how many ancients 
exist? He's looking to kill them all? Or, and, and... Uh, he's looking to kill enough. Um, by my count, he has popped three. And, nope, four. Yep, four. And there were, I believe, five seals on the, st- on the tier, the heart of tier. Six. Six. So we are now. Oh. We are now in the end game. That is not good. All right. Um, I know of one, Sildal, ancient. Um, hmm. she's going to be very hard to get to. But then again, that hasn't really stopped Endu from uh, getting places where one would think that people would be protected. Yes. I mean, if you got to the benefactor, that is. That's not easy. He is a hard guy to find. Yeah. So anyone who can send, like, a message, we may want to relay that to Sildal that uh, that's what's going on. Or we can send a bird or something. I can send a message. Brilliant. Would you kindly? Who has sending? It has to be sending, not message. Message is line of sight. Silway has it. (laughs) If only Silway was here. I I have it. I have sending. Okay. I also have sending. Um... Who would like to draft this um, message? How many char- how many words do we get? Uh, twenty five. If only I spoke German. Um, see, the joke there is it's, it's, <laughs> uh, it's now a it's very a, economical yeah. way to because compound words. Yeah, and yeah I gotcha. Okay. We don't always have to laugh to understand. Endu <laughs> 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 has killed benefactor. Uh, what? Okay, well that's four words. Um, what else do we need to, what else we got? That was a very easy message. Yeah, well, no, I'm, there's, we, we probably want to include other Sisha in Chaos. I don't know if there are any. Oh, do we have any good news? Have lead on Jelatar. Sisha in Chaos. Masha deposed and angry. Tell her you met up with me and Bach. She'll want to know that, like, the people she sent (laughs) you to her, yeah. Joined with Devi and Buck. Yep, that's 24. That works, unless somebody has a one word, like, peace. I don't know. Goodbye. Salutations. Uh, you could say cheers. Yeah, I like that. Oh, I like cheers. Advice. A request for advice. Oh, hold on. All alive, please advise. Please advise. I like the please. Advice, but no snide comments. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the fact that I'm saying please means she'll never believe it's from us, but whatever. Okay, so the message I have. Endu killed Benefactor. Have lead on Drelatar. Sisha in chaos. Masha deposed and angry. Have joined with Devi and Buck. All alive. Please advise. So, Winley, you got all that? <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. Now read that back to me. <laughs> no. No. Shan't. All right. Um, sending. I imagine the sending spell comes with, like, 90s modem noises. Okay, so we're ready to send. Indu killed Benefactor. Have lead on Drenatar. Sea shot in chaos. Moshop deposed and angry. Have joined with Devi and Buck. All alive. Please advise. Cheers! <laughs> so, a moment passes, and then another. And you receive a response, Winley. Hurry, little servant. Time grows short. Find Drelatar's ritual. 
I will marshal the armies to defend the city. We are counting on you. I don't have to say that back, do I? We, we didn't you all hear heard it. it. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> so the all think they'll think so waste with this group. You never told her she wasn't. It's true. That is true. We actively avoided telling her. That is true. Oops. <laughs> Everyone, we have a response. It states, Hurry, little silver. Time grows short. Find Relatar's ritual. I will marshal the armies to defend the city. We are counting on you. Cheers! <laughs> she actually said cheers? <laughs> it's cheers. That doesn't sound like her at all. <laughs> it's so funny. I heard it. <laughs> Is that 26 words? <laughs> I didn't actually count it. Actually, actually, the outgoing one was too, so... Oh, so the cheers just didn't, didn't yeah. go out. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Actually, um, the choose is 25 for her. So, Sweet. actually. <laughs> well, would anyone like to have the message repeated? What does little silver mean? Oh, right. Mist looks awkwardly at Proton. She thinks we didn't... I, I, I'm confused. She thinks Silway's still with us. Oh. Oh. You know what? Let's not disabuse her of that notion right now. Um, because that yes. was actually help. That was actually kind of helpful. So, uh, well, sort of. Interesting. It was maybe s- some semi-supportive. Wait, what happened to Silway? Did she die? Who is that? Oh, I look. No, she's fine. At least as far as the other storyline is concerned. So she did actually message Rotan at one point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she did. She drunk dialed Rotan. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So tears defended, right? They have a strong army. Oh. At least they're going to be aware, which is more than we can say for most places that he has gone so far. We also warned Roxiel. That didn't work out so well either. Well, I mean... <laughs> yes. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, it didn't, did it? <laughs> Rest in peace. Yes. Well, we should make our way to the, the volcano castle and, and see if Let's we can... Let's not bicker and argue over who killed him. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with Desi. We should head on. Hey everyone, welcome to the mid-roll. We'll get back to the show in just a second. But first, go blue. Three-time Big Ten champions, number one in the CFP. That's right. Top of the AP poll, go blue. I, I got nothing else to say. Bet. Next. Hooray, football. <laughs> this is football we're talking about. Uh, this is, this is, uh, congrats to, uh, I guess, Michigan, who, I, I mean, I say I guess, but I, I'm a Michigan fan too. Born and raised, there is no team I hate more than Ohio State, and it's very satisfying to see Michigan beat them now three years in a row. Yeah, who did Ohio play yesterday? Oh, right. Yeah, and, uh, uh even though I could not watch the game at all because it was way too sports in general are just way too stressful now i have more anxiety that the team is going to lose as opposed to enjoyment that the team is actually going to win yeah i was kind of the same way like i was last saturday was just was a long saturday and and last night was really really long not just because of the commercials mostly because of the commercials but just the the constant tension of what does it all mean and the narratives and all this kind of stuff 
Yeah, I, I joke that I don't even know what sport we're talking about, but I definitely do because our Discord is erupting with Michigan fervor at the moment because apparently that's where our fan base is. <laughs> I mean, it's mostly me, but not it's not mostly but you. Most- I would say, I mean, to be fair, Ames, you did spend four years of your life in the great state of Michigan. That's where many of my friends are from, is from Michigan. And I would say, go alma mater team, but we didn't have teams. So we were engineers, and so we didn't do sports. Um, I did not go to Michigan as an undergrad. I went to a small, tiny school where our uh, cheers were things like, we're still smarter. And um, yeah. Yeah, we were ba- we were cheering for our battling robots, not for our, our sports athletes. I, I would get behind that, too. And our race car drivers. That was unexpected. It's an automotive engineering college that I went to. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they, they literally built cars and raced them. But yeah, go go Michigan. Apparently, we're, we're staking our flag in the, in the ground here. This is a Michigan podcast. Football, right? Yep. Yes. Okay. yes. <laughs> yeah, that's... Is it just football or is it all Michigan sports? Personally, I really just follow college football. I, um, I've never been. I've never really been into basketball. And while I am a diehard Cubs fan, which I, I think at least some people know, baseball's hard for me to watch unless I'm in the stadium. It's just it's just rough to watch on TV. I don't know why. I don't know. Baseball's the best sport, in my opinion, but that's well, I'm not saying it's I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying I have a hard time watching it on TV. Of course, given the long, long, long pauses between plays and changes of possession this season in in uh, in, in at least in college football. I don't know what I'm complaining about. <laughs> Meanwhile, baseball got faster. I went to a game, a Cubs game, actually, this year. I don't know if you know this. I am also a Cubs fan. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I, I don't watch the sport or know how good the Cubs are doing, but I was raised a Cubs fan. This is good parenting. Uh, and, and my mom is a diehard Cubs fan, uh, so I still am a well-wisher. And when they come to town, I take my mom to see games. But they came to town. We saw them. They had the new rules or whatever this year. The, there's like a pitch clock, basically. Yeah, and it really yeah. it made a difference. It was like, oh, we actually got to sit for the entire game, not just leave in the seventh inning. I've also enjoyed watch um, even other smaller league sports where it's just a lot of fun to be in the stands for those. Shout out to the Madison Radicals Ultimate Frisbee team if they still exist. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I uh, wasn't expecting you to go there with <laughs> fried bacon on a stick. Uh, that was that was uh, the the treat to get there. But um... oh yeah, hey there, sure. Shout out to the Ultimate Frisbee there. That's a sport I can watch. Oh yeah. You know it would make football really compelling to me if they had all the cameras be in the ball. That would be so cool. I would be throwing up. Constantly. It was just <laughs> GoPros like pointing in all directions. And it's spinning when the ball gets thrown because that sounds awful. Oh, that'd be so cool. No, you gyroscopically stabilize it so even while the ball is spinning, you mm. still have like a you know, clean, clean picture. Like you follow the arc of the throw. Hmm. Get get some some of those auto mechanics on it. I bet they can solve the problem. All right. Well, I mean, I'd say also, hey, you know, follow us on Discord or something. Or right, podcast, rate and review, podcast. or you know, do all that other stuff that you know we ask you to do every week. Come talk about sports in our Discord. Yes. Come talk about sports. Come talk about non-Michigan teams. Why? Or Michigan teams. There you go. You can talk about. The Tigers or the Lions or the Red Wings. The Avalanche are pretty good. The Lions look competent this year. <laughs> All right, Think, we're thanks. not going to start into another rant. The one game I watch on Thanksgiving where they look terrible. Well, okay, so, Thanksgiving uh, not was, Yeah, but, th- the, but the Lions losing on Thanksgiving like... is as much of a tradition as turkey. Anyway, on, on that note, um, anyone have anything to add? Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Go Blue. <laughs>
The group of you have been on the road for a few days now. Well, I say road, but it's not a road. It's just open land that honestly looks the same in every direction. You have faith in Buck, though. You think Buck knows where he's going and he's going to take you where you need to go. But if you were tasked with finding a way out of this desert, you'd be hard-pressed to know which direction to pick. But Buck tells you that he's leading you eastward towards the oasis of Masm's Rest. It's there that you can spend some time in actual beds, rest, recharge, and refresh yourselves before you turn south towards where Devi has said the Order of Chaos is. Because that pull is still strong, Devi. It's still pulling you southward. It is evening on the third day. The sun is setting in front of you, and you begin to see in the distance palm trees rising out of the desert, and you see, surrounding an oasis, several buildings. It's the first thing you've seen in this desert for nearly a week, outside of the Obsidian Cube, of course. As you get closer, Masm's Rest looms larger. It is not a bustling city, but three buildings, some tents, but most importantly, a brilliant blue oasis of water and life in the heart of this brutal desert. As you near the outpost, you see on the outskirts, there seems to be a ruined well. And in front of the well, shouting down into it, is a young man. Once you're close enough and he sees you coming, he begins to wave at you, beckoning you forward urging you to come to his aid. Uh, Rotan will will head up to the well. Okay, you walk up to the well, and there is a young man of about 24 or 25 years old. He's thin, his cheeks are hollow, but his cheekbones are very prominent. He has dark hair, hazel eyes, and he's wearing a sort of wind-torn cloak. Lightweight, but probably warm enough for the cool desert air. And he's screaming down into the well. Hey, brother, hold on. They're coming. They'll, they'll be there. Oh, God. Hey, how you doing? I, I need help. Help. Yes, hello. My name is Rotan Von Mastard. How may I be of assistance? Oh, Rotan, uh, this is, um, my name's Charlie, and, uh, my brother fell down the well. I, I need I need your help. I, I need someone to come to, to get him. What did he do that for? Well, he's kind of a crumbsy guy. He just kind of fell down the well. Um, oh. I, I need... I, I, and you want me to fall down the well after him? Well, I, I don't know about fall, but I, I need some, he needs some help. Ah, oh, well... Uh, I need some help. I just... Uh, yes. And he leans down into the well and he yells, Hey, 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 Trevor, are you okay? And you hear a voice call back up. Um, I'm, I'm okay. I need help. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> uh, when Lee comes up where um, to stand next to Rotan. Well, sir, I am rather small. Perhaps someone could put me in a bucket and um, put the bucket on a rope and um, I can see if I can help your friend. Well, it's my brother, but there's no, um, 
I, I don't have a bucket. It's it's just smooth all the way down. And, and if you look, I, I can't even really see the bottom. It's all dark. Mist peers over the edge. Okay, Mist, you peer over the edge and you see um, well shaft leading down into the ground. And it's it's not terribly um, wide in in diameter, the opening of the well. Maybe two feet. It's fairly narrow. And you can see the bottom of the well down there, and it, it looks like it opens up into a little bit of a larger space. But you can't see anybody at the bottom of the well from looking straight down. Huh. Um, Mist, do you see any, any water down there, or, or how far it, it, it seems to be down? I mean, it's a good ways down. I can't see anybody down there. It looks like it opens up. Uh, hmm. Anyone got a light they can throw down? Hey, you in the bottom of the well. Help! Help! What? What is your name? Help! I need help! Oh, uh, uh, yeah, help! Oh, okay, I, I should just fall in now. And Rotan no. climbs up on, <laughs> onto the oh lip of God. the well. Can someone cast light on a pebble and we huck that down and get a... Yeah, yeah, Desmond will pick up a, a rock nearby and, and cast light on it and drop it down. Uh, look out below! <laughs> okay, you, you drop the pebble down, and it illuminates the bottom of the well. And it seems like um, the bottom of the well is definitely wider, that there there maybe is a, a, a cave or sort of a, a, a cistern or a reservoir or something down there. But you don't hear the pebble hit any water, so it seems to be dry. Oh, that's unfortunate. Hey, guys, step into the light. I've hurt my ankle! This one time, it is safe to walk into the light. <laughs> I can't move. Help! Oh gosh, can you help? Can you really? I just, I'm so worried. Yeah, well, can you, alright, since he's not listening to me, can you yell down and tell him to walk into the light so we can see him? Make sure he's okay? I can't move. I hurt my ankle. I, I can't, I can't even crawl. I'm strapped under rocks. Is is the voice too echoey, or or does Rotan recognize it? Uh, I think Rotan would recognize it. Okay. Uh, 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 Trevor is... Are you our Trevor, or a different Trevor? This is Rotan. I'm a Trevor. Yes, uh, Rotan. Uh, Von, Von Bastard. Help! Are you... Are you, uh, are you Silway's Trevor? Um, yes! Mist, Mist, it's our Trevor. <sighs> Alright. Our Trevor is, is down being a hero at the bottom of a well. Mist is, is going to try and read this situation because, I don't know, it's a weird place to find Trevor, the middle of the frickin' desert, so happening to be in help, and conveniently can't get into the light where we can see him. Mist's fishy sensors are going... Well, not fishy sensors. Cat sensors are going off. Can I do an insight check or something to read this situation? Uh, sure, you can. That's a dirty 20. I, you're not feeling great about the situation. I say, trust your instincts. Your geologist instincts that says, a dry well next to a, a big pool of water. Yeah. Uh, Rotan. Yes. Rotan. Yes, That that's me. Th th Yep, yep, yep. I want you to. I want you to. I, I want you to think about this. Where was the last place we saw Trevor? Oh, it it was. Oh, it was uh, on on the spooky place. Yes. 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 Okay. And, and 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 he was. What was he doing? Being a hero. Yes. Has he ever mentioned a a brother named Charlie? 
No. Hey, actually, we can solve this real quick. Hey, Winley, you got another mess? You got another sending oh, spell ready to go? <laughs> as long as you type it out, of course. Just gotta warm up the voice real quick. <laughs> would you send? Would you send Silway a quick send? You know Silway. Would you send Silway a quick sending and ask her? Have you seen Trevor? Does Trevor have a brother? Sure, of course. Hey, uh, guys, there's no time for that. My brother really could be hurt. I, I don't know what you're doing, but, like, he, he really could be bleeding out down there. I don't know. This sounds serious. Excuse me. I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello, Silway. I miss you so much, bitch. I'm <laughs> Have you seen Trevor? And does Trevor have a brother? Loving kisses, cheers. <laughs> does Sedley work like message? She's like reply uh, right away. Uh, yeah. Trevor? Wait, he, he's on the boat. Well, his body is. End message. Um, Silway so said Trevor's on the boat. Groovy. I want to try to throw a grasping vine at Charlie here and put him on his ass and put him in a position where we can have a little chat. Okay. I'm going to have him kind of yanked away from the well and towards, like, so that he's in the middle of us. All right, so, um, you're full of shit. That's not our boy down there. Who are you? And uh, also just go ahead with the truth. I, hey, I'm, I'm, I am who I said I am. I'm Charlie, and I do have a brother named Trevor. I'm sorry. Sorry, please don't kill me. Desmond's going to cast Zone of Truth. Attaboy. So he needs to make a, a charisma saving throw, DC 17. I think we both know, my good fellow, that uh, you are not being entirely truthful. Uh, he missed it. So let's just have a little chat. Why don't you answer my friend's questions there? Yes, and before that, before that, when they walks up to him, behind this patch is the end of your life. If you don't... <laughs> <laughs> don't don't hurt me. I really no please. I'm I'm not I'm I'm telling the truth. I am Charlie. I do have a brother Trevor. Okay, he's not trapped down the well. What is? I don't well it's a monster. I assume treasure too. And you looked like big, strong, tough that you could kill the monster and help me get the treasure. Ah. Or if the you didn't, it would eat you, and I could get the treasure. I'm very confused. It's looking like the patch is the best option. No, uh... <laughs> I mean, he can't lie. I still think he deserves the patch. We could have died. Uh, I am a little reluctant to kill somebody over lying. I mean, shoot, if, if lying is, is uh, a capital offense, then, um... I'm, I'm pretty sure all of us, well, maybe except Roton. I could put a death ward on him so he'll almost die, but not quite. That's not, that's, that's not, you're missing my point. It, it, it's not a lie. I'm just, I, it's, I'm just, it, I'm just hungry and I need to get some food and, um, you know, it's just, it's a joke. Well, now that sounds like a lie, which is weird because you're in his own truth. Okay, it's not a joke. It's, it's. It's a scam, okay? It's a scam. That's <laughs> what I do. There we go. There, there we, go. we go. See, It's this con we used to run called Fallen Brother. It's Doesn't that just feel good to get that out in the open now? No, it feels awful. Wait, 
We believe this. <laughs> what? Des Desmond, do you want to explain what? it? Why is this one okay? Well, this is... Well, I've, I've cast a spell on him, Rotan. I've created an area of 15-foot uh, radius sphere centered on a point of my choice within range <laughs> that, that, that allows, that prevents lies. Oh, so, I think I can yes. do that too, but I keep on forgetting. No. <laughs> Surprising no one. It's that's quite okay. useful. What, what if he believes his lies? Well, that's a different story, but uh, in this case, he definitely believes that this is a scam and that there's a monster down there with treasure. So that's so that's something. Oh, there is. No, there definitely is. There definitely is a monster and a treasure and everything else like that. I saw it, but it's kind of sort of invisible at times and then not at other times, but it moves slow, but then it moves fast and it tries to kill you and that's why I'm up here and not down there. Why did it why was it calling out to us and speaking to us like it was your brother? Oh, that was me. Sorry. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Fun spell. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's called Minor Illusion. It's it's kind of neat. I'm, I'm going to explain magic to you. <laughs> Charlie, I don't think you should go through all of this for food. I do have some um, nuts and dried fruit. I also have some water here in this bottle. It says acid. It's not. <laughs> okay, I was lying a little bit about needing it for food. I can eat. I just like treasure. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know... <laughs> Jeez, I'm just liking you less and less, Charlie. It's just I'm you... a charming guy. Wait, how do you get the treasure if if there's a monster at the bottom of the well? Well, that's what you're supposed to do. Oh, oh, you want me to kill the monster? Yes. Oh, well, this is all very simple then. I just can't believe we're not agreeing on the patch option. <laughs> I'm kind of with Winley on this one. This is getting worse and worse. Please. It's a simple lift. The guy tried to get us killed. The least we can do is punish him. That's what I'm saying. Oh, well, no. I think the punishment here is, um... Embarrassment? We get the treasure and we don't share any of it with him. But there's a monster. Yeah. And? Are you a bad person, Charlie? You can't lie. I don't think I'm a bad person. I'm just trying to make my way in the world. Oh, that's fair. Listen, sometimes circumstances thrust us into unfortunate situations. Charlie, do you have any marketable skills of any kind? Do you think you could go and find and make a reputable uh, living within the town? This is an intervention, Charlie. Yes, we are all here for you. You, you can't go around feeding people to monsters. It's just... it's just not right. It's not right. I understand that circumstances are dire, but this is not the way to do it, Charlie. It always comes back to bite you in the end. But I don't want to. That sounds like hard work. Oh, my God. Could everyone step back 30 feet and I just look inside the well with my patch just to see what's happening, what's going on, and I could possibly kill the monster and get the treasure. I'm cool with that. Come on, buddy. And Miss is going to give a little tug on Rotan's armor, like pull him off the edge. Everyone step back. Step back, step back. I don't mind, though, if Charlie is quite close. Wait, wait. Uh, ho hold on. Wait, wait a minute. Yeah, drag, try and drag Charlie or, vine, you know, just have the vines drag Charlie a little bit further away. Okay, everyone's clear from the well if everybody cleared from the well. All right. Uh, Winley uh, climbs up to the well, looks down, takes a deep breath, and lifts her patch. You lift the eye patch, and there is no pain there is no release of psychic energy, no outward explosion of rage or frustration. 
You see down into the hole. It is brightly illuminated. Uh, but you see nothing else besides what I described earlier. Winley turns around but does not put the patch back on. Debbie ducks. Well, there's really nothing to note. And unfortunately, as we've talked before, I don't have any control over this eye, so apparently it's not acting up today. So Charlie cannot get the patch, but Charlie can get my homicidal impulses because he's a liar. I didn't lie at all. No, it's, it's, I didn't, I didn't, I, what did he say? Zone of truth, zone of truth. There's nothing down there, Charlie. Charlie, what, 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 what kind of treasure have you, have you heard is down in this well? I heard, I heard there was once a great warrior who oh, went down God. into the well to try to cleanse it from the great evil that resided there, but they never came back. And so I thought, great warrior, great treasure. So you thought, so the treasure is merely an idea within your head? Well, I haven't seen it because of the monster. Did you hear this at a pub? Well, yeah. Oh my god. But I saw the monster. It was kind of shimmery and invisible. And then it swung at me. And I climbed back up the rope. It was invisible and you saw it? It's your classic beast at Tanagra situation. What is that? Don't worry about it. Did I miss something, or how did you conjure a voice that people here seem to recognize? No, he said he did a stupid cantrip. Right, but you all recognize the voice. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, I don't... How did you do that? I don't know how you did that. Do you know Trevor? Wait, do you know Trevor? He's my brother. Did Silway answer the second part of... She did not. (laughs) (laughs) A typical Silway. (laughs) Why would I know that about Trevor? He's not my boyfriend. Why would I know that he has a brother? Would you like me to ask her another question? No, I mean, we may need the spells to go kill a monster, so... I also have sending. I could I could spend the uh, spell yes. if you'd like. Yes, All right, I'll cast, cast sending to Silway. Hello, Silway. Desmond. Um, hope all is well. Question. This is going to seem weird. Do you have a brother? No, 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 Trevor. Does Trevor have a brother? Does Trevor have a brother? I think Trevor mentioned a brother once. Why are you asking about him? Is something wrong? Trevor's here on the... Well, he's he's in trouble. Is something wrong? And, and spell. Yes, I feel like I should reply to that. Uh, she said she said he has a brother. Yes. Silway will cast sending uh, to contact <laughs> Willie. Why is everyone asking about Trevor? What's going on? Oh, Silway texted me. Hold on. Um, she she asked him why everyone's asking if Trevor has a brother. Silway, because we've met this little beast of a boy named Charlie that says that um he is Trevor's brother. Could you please confirm? Loving kisses. So that was that was your response. Now we have to send another. I keep track of Silway's spell slots here. You know what? You're no, fine. She can, she can she respond can. to it. She without... can respond. You can get one response. No, but Silway was one who contacted Winley's. That was Winley's response. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. that's true. Okay, well, you know what? You're not working too hard right now, Silway. You can <laughs> send <not>. another spell. <laughs> She's a sorcerer. She can craft spell slots. There you go. I don't remember his brother's name. He liked. He talked about his family sometimes, but I don't pay attention. Um, <laughs> did you say... Charlie? What is this? I can't ask him. He's unconscious. Okay, well, thank you for not helping, but it was wonderful to hear your voice. <laughs> Goodbye. Cheers. <laughs> um, Silway doesn't know, but she did. She does know that he has a brother. Charlie! 
Is something you can... Can you prove that our Trevor is your brother? Do you have a picture? Do you have a drawing? Do you have anything? I don't know. You didn't know you had a Trevor. Um, okay, solution. Uh, cast, you got that minor illusion. That's a cantrip. Give us a little minor illusion of his face. Right here. Oh, Conjure him up. Let's, let him, let's see him. Good idea. Good perfect idea, miss. Oh, okay. I can, I can do that. Um, hold on a second. Um, and he, I, he does it with sort of a, a magician's flourish. <laughs> and an image, a younger image of Trevor comes into view in front of you. You, can rec- you recognize him as Trevor, but he seems to be maybe 15, a little bit younger than when you met him. I, uh, I can make him talk, too, if, if you want. It's, um, it's kind of a fun spell. I mean, you have. We, we know his voice. Hi, I'm Trevor. And you notice when this happens, um, uh, Charlie's mouth does not move. All right, all right. I guess Trevor has a brother. I still don't like him. Well, that's all right. You would probably hate Trevor. I mean, I could just leave now. I, I don't need the treasure. I just kind of want to get out of here. Well, where are you going? Away from here. Do you live here? Do you live in the surrounding area? I don't really live anywhere. I just kind of travel around. Could you tell us about this place? Do you know anything about it? Oh, this? This is Maslam's Rest. It's, um, well, it was built a long time ago, kind of after the founding of Sisha. And Maslam was the guy who was with Drelatar, and they're kind of the protectors of the roads uh, around, um... Uh, around in the Sishan Desert, and they safeguard travelers and caravans, and uh, there's a tavern, and there's a place for people to rest, and they don't charge you, so it's a great place to kind of hang out. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, it's a good place. Can I go now? What else can you tell us about this monster? I don't know, it's shimmering, and it, it, I think it was trying to eat me. Was it, did it slither? Was it slimy looking? Uh, it's hard to say. It just sort of shimmered. But it shimmered invisibly. Yeah, I guess. Hmm. Sounds about right. You probably should be off. And Charlie looks up at you, Mist, since your vine is still wrapped around his leg. Oh, right. And uh, Mist releases the vine. Charlie scrambles to his feet and begins to sprint away. And he kind of... You see him look back over his shoulder to make sure that you're not chasing him or coming after him. And soon enough, he disappears over the little hill into the oasis and is out of sight. How do we feel about this uh, this supposed treasure down in the well? I didn't see anything. I mean, if this creature's invisible, I suppose the treasure could be invisible, but I feel like I would have perhaps seen it with my eye. Though you can't, you could not see the entirety of the cavern at the base of the well. You could only see the narrow sort of cylinder where the opening of the well is. There looks like there's more room beyond it. We can still send me down on a rope where I could see. We can also send Roz down there. Oh, yes, do that. That sounds so much better. <laughs> Roz will, will go fly down there, and Debbie will do the thing where she can see through Roz's senses. Alright, what is Roz's... Does Roz have extra sensory perception? Roz has... Blind sight, dark vision 60 feet, and a passive perception of 13. Okay. Roz flies down into the well. And it, the bottom of the well is fairly large. Uh, it's maybe 50 feet in diameter. 
And then there seems to be a little bit of... It's, it's not quite a corridor, but it's sort of a natural rock uh, passage that leads off of the main chamber. Uh, I would like Ross to give me a wisdom saving throw, please. Oh, dear God. Okay. Uh, <laughs> just for no reason whatsoever. I rolled a dirty 20. Okay, as Ross is flying around, she sees something shimmering in the corridor. Is it big and has lots of teeth? Seems to fill the corridor. Fills the corridor, okay. And there's no, there's no other corridors? No. No sign of treasure? You can't see the end of the corridor. Peering down the corridor, your vision seems distorted. Well then, Roz will uh, retreat and fly up through the well, uh, and then become visible, and Roz will speak with Debbie's voice to the rest of the group. There's a corridor down there, but uh, it's got this big shimmery thing kind of blocking it, so that's probably the monster. So it's like, do we want to go on this venture for this treasure we never even cared about or thought about or knew about? But now we do. I'm with Winley. This is this is a, a distraction from our true purpose. This is a shiny distraction, yes. A and something shiny. that we always fall into with this wonderful group. Don't you think we could just stay on our task for once? Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> I say we take a vote. Whoever wants to go down and get the invisible shiny treasure, say I. And fight the monster. Oh! Rotan raises his hand. Miss, did you raise? Is your hand raised? Yes, yeah, Miss paws up. Okay, so we have two. Oh, I'm definitely vote for the monster. You definitely don't have a fucking vote. <laughs> Miss paw, paw becomes a fist. And uh, Tingles taps it. And a boy. R- Rotan lowers his hand slightly <laughs> like he's not, not sure anymore. Yeah. <laughs> If he really wants to do this. Wait a minute, I'm team in. But it's still it's still up. So we have two votes. What about you two? It comes down to Desmond. (laughs) (laughs) Desmond just looks around, looks at the raised hands, looks at the lowered ones. He's just like (laughs) Winley has her hand on her patch. That could that could be something useful in the treasure. I mean Oh god. I'm, I'm honestly a little I'm a little intrigued. It won't take long. We can go down and slay the monster and find the treasure and then go back to the volcano castle. So it sounds like it's three votes to three. How do you count exactly? (laughs) 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 Debbie's counting herself and Roz is doing Oh. Uh, Then it's four votes to three and Mist holds up his fist again for Tingle. (laughs) Yeah. Suck on that. He's not a real party member. Wait, no. Wait, no. Wait, no. Wait, no. Does, we have two does more Grupa people. get a vote? We have, yes, we have two more people in our party. We have Concord, <laughs> and we have Gruber. And Buck. And, and Buck. Buck. Oh, oh. <laughs> Buck. I didn't see you there. Scared me. Hey, y'all, I think we should go down into the well. See, Buck's on our side. No, Buck is not on your side. Buck is very pragmatic. Can Buck fit in the well with his hordes? I'm going to text Buck, Buck right now and ask him. <laughs> well, while we're at it... Uh, Winley turns to Concord and speaks with Concord. Casts speak with an- speak with animals. Concord, darling, we haven't spoken in a while. How are you? Well, I'm doing good. <laughs> <laughs> That's that wonderful, voice. darling. I have missed you, just as I know you've missed me. Well, of course. Yes, 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 yes. Well. Darling, 
Would you vote against putting me in harm? Yes or no? Yes is a lift of your um, foot, and no is to put your fo- your hoof to the side. Um, can I just say it? I, that's very complicated. Yes, but I need them to. I need them to see. You understand? Because they, they can't. Um, <laughs> I don't even understand what I'm asking. <laughs> that you voted with me. How about that, darling? So it's not too difficult on you. Okay. <laughs> yes, of course. So Concord's <laughs> with us. <laughs> so that's four for four. So she turns to Gruber. Gruber, you seem to be the one that is going to make the decision. Is this the first time you've spoken to Gruber since? Sure is. Wow. Holy shit. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> Don't forget she broke your heart. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you should go to the monster. <laughs> yeah. Well, I suppose you've heard all of this. I don't want anyone to get hurt. Um, so I think... I don't think anyone should fight the monster. I'm sorry, sir. I don't mean to let you down, sir. But if something were to happen to you, sir, I would be... I would be crushed. Oh, I'm touched, Gruber, that you would feel that way. But don't worry, nothing's going to happen to me. Okay. So what is your vote, Gruber? Um, the, the monster is down at the bottom of the well saying, <laughs> come on already. <laughs> <laughs> this is a whole encounter that was written, like, just come down here. <laughs> just... I look. I don't want to eat you after all. Just go away. <laughs> I'd be dead by now if you had actually come down here instead of us. Dead here. by now. Do you need me in this episode? Like, <laughs> I spent eight hours in the chair. Like, come on. Like, now we're not even gonna. Oh. Man. Rupert, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I did not set out to cause you any more harm than I already have. So. Don't worry about the vote. It's okay. You just focus on you and um, what is making you happy. And um, we will go and, I guess, get this treasure. Okay? All is well. All is fine. Oh, okay. Good luck, Windley. Thank you very much, Gruber. Ro- Roton uh, puts his hands on Gruber's shoulders. Gruber, you could never disappoint me. Unless, you know, you, you murdered somebody in cold blood or robbed someone or, or engaged in a, a, accounting fraud. But uh, aside from that, you be who you need to be, and I will respect it. Thank you, sir. And, sir, if you need to kill that monster, that's who you are, sir. Because you're Roton von Bestard, the biggest hero in the land. Oh, thank you, Gruber. So, I'm sorry, I lost count. What are we doing? Just jump in the well. Oh, seriously? I don't know anymore. But the, by the way, this is this is Roz yelling at you with Debbie's voice still. <laughs> Here, I'll cast warning bond on you just in case something goes terribly wrong, and you can fight the monster. Okay? Excellent. All right, and then Roz, Roz touches you with a paw and cast warning bond on you. So we're we going down into the well. Has it been decided? That's what I heard. Well. 
I'll let everyone else go down first, since you're so excited about it. I might just stay up here. This seems unsafe. Oh my gosh, really? Oh, could we, could we stay together? <laughs> I'll send Roz down. Roz can go down. I was say, we should have Buck stay up here. And, uh, you know, that way, if we, get, if we do get stuck, Buck can go for help. Right, Buck? Yeah. Also, Buck wouldn't fit. Yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine, like, getting his horns, like, stuck on there. He's just dangling <laughs> by his head. So who's first down the well? I'll go down the well. How are you going to get down the well? Mist will activate his levitation invocation and offer a lift. Okay, you will have to go down single file. Um, Desmond will uh, touch Roton and cast Shield of Faith. Good luck, Roton. What does this do? Uh, it gives you a plus two bonus to your AC for the next uh, ten minutes. Okay. And you got plus one from Warding Bond, don't forget to. So could I, could I like, holding, you know, wrapping my arms around someone and having them step out onto my boots or whatever, sort of elevator people down? I don't think you would do it. It's only two feet in, like, Mist, you could easily get down. Winley could easily get down. Desmond, I, Roton in his armor probably would be a bit of a struggle. Not that he couldn't, but... I think Roton has Misty's step, right? There you go. 30 feet down. I also have this rope, which I never use. Or we could just use a rope. <laughs> okay, so you all make your way down the narrow well shaft. And you find yourselves in the bottom of the well. I would like everyone to make a wisdom saving throw. And to be clear, Roz is down there. Devi is up on top, being bodyguarded by Buck. Roz does not, Roz does not have to. Okay. Natural one. Ooh. For a ten. Uh, uh. I'm glad I got a plus six to that, because that's a 15. Roton? 14. Okay. Mist, you see that same sort of shimmering covering the entire corridor, and you can't really see through the shimmering. It just kind of distorts. The rest of you see nothing. You just see the corridor. And at the end of the corridor, you see a body. Ah, there's that shimmer. Mist, I don't... I don't see uh, what shimmer you're talking about. It's it's right there. If if you walk down the corridor, you are walking into it. Oh, all, all right. I still don't see it. How about you walk down the corridor, sword first? Aha! Excellent plan. Rotan <laughs> walks down the corridor, sword first. Uh, Rotan, make a dexterity saving throw, please. Ooh, I'm good at that. Plus one for morning bond. Plus four for being yourself. Cool. That's 11. Rotan, you're walking down the hallway, sword first, when the entire corridor in front of you seems to shimmer and lurch forward. And suddenly... Oh, I see it now. You find your, <laughs> suddenly you find yourself engulfed by slime, ooze. Oh, God, it's like walking into jello. Oh, no. You find yourself unable to breathe. Oh, vaguely gelatinous in some way. And you are restrained. Vaguely gelatinous, yes. I presume my gills do not help me they out do in not. this situation. Okay. Uh, they do not, and you are going to take damage. You are going to take nine points of acid damage, and I would like everybody to roll for initiative. All right, let's do this. Am I able to still speak, or am I, like, completely... You cannot. You cannot breathe, you cannot speak, you cannot... You, and the rest of you just see Rotan swallowed and as if he's floating in midair as this huge, some may say, gelatinous cube lurches forward 
Yay. out of the corridor and swallows Rotom. It's a very cube-heavy episode. Uh, Winley, <laughs> <laughs> Winley's at 21. Okay. There, there's your title right, right there. The episode with cubes. <laughs> the one with the cubes. The one with the, the, one cubes. With the cubes. 14 initiative for Roz. That's uh, oh, a nine for your boy. Uh, three for Desmond. Rotan, you're automatically last. Winley, you're up first. Okay, so you said that Rotan got acid damage. Yes. I'm trying to think if any of my acid things would actually affect this cube. We found Winley's weakness, an acid monster. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But for shits and giggles, maybe we'll, I'll try it out and just see what happens. So I'm going to do just acid arrow and see. So that's 24 to hit. That will hit. Damage is nine. You hit it for nine points of damage, and it seems like it affects it. Uh, that's my turn. Roz. Roz. <laughs> Slash Debbie. Yes. So Roz is going to use her bonus action, I guess. I basically treated this as like this weird combo of Debbie Roz, but she's going to cast a spell on herself using her bonus action. Uh, and that spell is Dragon's Breath. So she now breathes fire, and then on her turn, she will fly up near the cube and breathe black flames all over it. Okay. Uh, the saving throw, I believe this is all Debbie's DC and stuff, so uh, uh, I need the dexterity saving throw, uh, DC 18. Weirdly, it makes it. Only because I rolled a natural 20. Oh my god. Right, so I rolled uh, nine damage, so half of that on a field. Okay, so it, it, it doesn't dodge out of the way or anything, but the, the flames don't seem to affect it as much as you think it would. That brings us to Mist. Can I use my Grasping Vine to grab Rotan and pull him out? Uh, sure. Okay. You're going to have to do a two-hit. I'll, I'll, I'll roll it. Um, it's uh, it is, And it counts as a bonus action, so I can still do the old zappy-zap. Uh, it's a 24. Okay, I was going to say, unless you crit fail, you're going to make this. Yeah. The vine whips out and grabs Rotan. Where does it grab him? Uh, it, like, spears into the jelly and uh, snakes around his snakes around his waist and then hauls him back out. And it yanks you backward, Rotan. You find yourself about five feet away from the cube, covered in goo, like Peter Venkman in Ghostbusters. It slimed me. <laughs> Okay, missed. All right, time to make this thing feel funky. I'm going to hit it with three Eldritch Blasts. Well, I'm going to zap three Eldritch Blasts at it. That's a 14 to hit. That will hit. Uh, that's a 27. That'll hit. And a 12. Hit. All three of them. Good. That's a total of 28 force damage. Splort, splort, splort. Okay, yeah, that, those hit the, the cube hard, but it doesn't seem to have any damage. It's... As the blasts hit it, it ripples, and, and sometimes gaps open up, but they close back up almost immediately. Well, I'm a lot of ideas. So it's going to attack Rotom, since Rotom is close, and Rotom, what's your armor class? Uh, 19. All right, the first one hits you, the second one hits you, and the third one misses. As these almost slime-like cudgels or hammers or pseudopods reach out and slam down upon you. You take 25 points of acid damage. Take 12 of that. Debbie will take 12 of it. I'm gonna need a new suit of armor. And that brings us to Desmond. So Rotan is now out of this creature. He's out. He's prone on the ground in front of the cube. Okay. 
So seeing that he is out, um, Desmond will hurl a guiding bolt at fifth level at this thing. 14 to hit. That will hit. 86 damage, 24 points of damage. Okay, that hits hard. It's radiant damage. Radiant damage. The whole thing is starting to wobble. And the next um, attack roll made against the target before the end of my next turn has advantage. Okay, that brings us to Broton. Gonna smite if I can. I guess I have to get up. You do, which you can use your bonus action to get up. Shoots. Uh, that's a 21. That will hit. Smite at level 3. That's uh, 27 points of damage. That is enough to destroy the cube. Tell me what it looks like. <laughs> uh, so, so <laughs> Roton, like, before before he goes in for the kill, he, like, shakes himself, you know, like, like shakes his arms to try and get as much of the goo off as possible. And then he takes the sword and just swings it with all his might and as he uh, as it enters the cube it um, there's this this sort of blast of light and uh, and and then the cube just kind of disintegrates and more goo goes everywhere and so he's covered with covered with goo again <laughs> does the goo hit anyone else I don't know let's or have everybody make you. a dexterity check to get out of the way from the goo stop giving ideas uh-huh. goo. you're not going to take damage goo. but you'll be goo. covered in goo, goo. 18 uh, 20. 13. For Winley. 21. All right, everybody passes except for Roz. Oh, damn it, no. Roz. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to get goo out of fur? <laughs> Roz does. So the cube is explodes outwards, and the, all of you die for cover, except for Roz, who really doesn't have any place to go, and ends up taking the full force of it along with Roton. No damage, but you both need a shower. She is chittering angrily at, at Rotom. Not using Debbie's voice, her own voice, angrily. Yes! Yes, we got it! <laughs> I understand. There, you get a mental image of a bucket of water getting dumped over your head. Yes, I am filthy. <laughs> okay, where's this treasure? Because I kid you not, if we kill this thing for shits and giggles, <laughs> I won't be giggling. You all see at the end of the corridor, and it's not a very long corridor. It goes on maybe 15 or 20 feet beyond where the cube was. And the cube was fairly big. The cube was maybe 10 foot on each side, uh, which filled the entire natural cavity. You see, slumped in the corner, is a skeleton wearing corroded silver armor. Let me go look at the... the body a little closer, see if there's anything else. You look at the body closer, and you see that the once glorious armor is corroded, damaged. Most of the organic material around the armor is gone. There is the spine of a book laying open next to it. Pages have long since dissolved away, so that only the leather binding remains. On the ring finger of the skeleton is a silver ring. Next to the skeleton, there's some scraps of what looked like was once a leather satchel. And sitting on the ground is a statuette, a silver statuette of a small raven. Scattered about on the ground, there also seems to be some gold pieces, a few gems. All right. Well, um, I wouldn't necessarily call this treasure, but I mean, you know. Well, that ring is rather unique. And Mist flashes the one on his own hand. And they are identical. Oh. 
What, uh, do you know what it is? That was a Silver Sister. Oh, yes, yes, I recognize the, uh, the Silver Sisters, yes. But you were, uh, you weren't a member, miss. Well, I, I, I've heard of them. I, did you, how did you come across the, uh, the ring? You, you weren't a member, uh, or, um... Oh, um, no, well, no, obviously, because, uh, dude cat, but, uh, me and Rotan and Silway and, uh, a couple of these other weirdos did him a, uh, did him a solid, uh... I don't know. I, I'm kind of losing track of time, to be honest. A year ago, something like that. And they were sufficiently appreciative that they, I guess we're, I don't know, auxiliaries? I don't know what you want to call it, but friends of the order. All right. Statue's kind of dope. I don't know what that is, though. Are you going to investigate it? Oh, of course I am. It's a shiny object. It, it is. It's a shiny, well-crafted uh, statue of a raven made entirely of silver. Into the pouch it goes. Also grabbing whatever gold coins we can pick up. Armor looks pretty useless at this point. Corroded and... Yeah, it's, um... It has. It's kind of a miracle that that statue survived. And you think to yourself, there's no natural reason why this statue should be unmarred. That given how the condition of the armor is surprising that the statue is in the state it is in. Magical... Uh, give me ten, unless somebody else wants to beat me to it. Go for it. Mist plops down on the ground and starts ritual casting, uh, detect magic. Okay, you cast detect magic, and you discover that it is, in fact, magical. Does it tell you exactly what it is, or do you need the identify spell for that? And then I do have identify as another ritual. Give me another ten, and I can identify it that way. We're just all okay. hanging well, out. Well, say, we'll say enough time passes that Mist is able to cast all his spells. And you discover that it is, in fact, a figurine of wondrous power. That sounds cool. Sounds powerful. And wondrous. Wondrous. Wondrous power. So while Mist is sitting in the bottom of the cave and the well, casting various rituals, the rest of you find your way up top. Debbie, how are you looking, considering you took a, a bit of damage there for not even really being in the fight? Debbie is sitting on the, on the sand, cross-legged, their eyes closed. And yeah, she's got some, some burn damage on her. Not too much. She doesn't look like she's in danger, but she's uh, she's affected. And once Mist is finished and levitates back up to the top, the group of you walk towards Masm's Rest. The sun is nearly down. It's just a pink echo in the sky. And you pass by the oasis and up into the stronghold, hoping for a good night's rest. the Fae involved in the assassination attempt? Will Sudal be able to rally enough of a defense to protect the Heart of Tyr? Will our heroes find Drelatar's lost knowledge before Endu completely fucks the world? Find out next time on Multiclass Theater! now for an Akvani Scully League update, brought to you by COVID. Fuck COVID. Just fuck COVID. Fuck. God, it sucked. Fuck 
Oh, okay. The playoffs are almost here, and while the half-orcs are sitting pretty, it is a frenzy for the next three slots. The Sunport Tabashi, Neverwinter Knights, Quarter's End Silver Sisters, and Shadow Realm Laz all have a shot. But everyone else is playing for not last. Although the Airy Bird Brains have that pretty much unlocked with just one win on the season. Stay tuned for playoff coverage and the crowning of the league champion right here on Multiclass Theater. Okay, so we're ready to send. Did you spell check it? Spell check it? What are you talking about? It's sorry. <laughs> I was possessed by some sort of spirit for another world. Oh, is that how you spelled Drelaton? Oh, no, that's how I've been spelling it. How do you spe- how did you spell it? I didn't see it. Phonetically? The deceased spirit of Clippy. <laughs> it looks like you're casting sending. Would you like some help shortening it? <laughs> <laughs> no, go away. <laughs> Is um I need you to vote with me on a certain vote we're taking right now. Because you see, you would never want to put me in danger, would you? Oh no. Wait, we can <laughs> We can hear you saying I, this. Like you're gonna vote with me, right? Because or do, we, uh, do we just hear donkey sounds? I would. I would also like. To yeah, you, you. I could point out that you could just lie about what he says. No, I. This is true. Uh, this is well, true. I don't want to do that. I am not Charlie. Daddy. Winley. Winley. No. So here's how you should vote. Winley, a, pol- a gnome you can trust. He still has he still has free will. He still has free will technically. <laughs> anyway, anyway, darling, darling, 